You are now listening to the Black Not Democrat Podcast. And I'm your host, Drop Squad 52. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. So let's get started. That's right, folks. You are now listening to the Black Not Democrat podcast. And I'm your host, Drop Squad 52. And on today's episode. This morning, a huge score for Jackson State University in Mississippi. Deion Sanders, the Football Hall of Famer, World Series competitor, and two-time Super Bowl champion, taking over as head coach at the historically black university. It is a pivotal turning point for JSU football and Jackson State University. The announcement expected to bring renewed energy to the JSU athletic program, making the school a bigger draw for potential recruits. Sanders' announcement coming on the heels of five-star recruit McCour Maker, who stunned the sports world when he committed to Howard University, another HBCU, saying that he hopes to make the HBCU movement real so that others will follow. Sanders, known as Primetime for his larger-than-life personality, making a grand interest at the announcement, receiving a warm welcome from the school. Coach Prime Sanders! The moment bringing him to tears. These are tears of joy. JSU players elated by the new opportunity. It still don't feel weird once you think about it. Like, Deion Sanders... Probably the best player and one of the best players of in the NFL. He's your head coach now. As being a football player, it's, it's a dream come true for a person like Deion to come coach you. We're joined now by my friend, the one and only Deion Sanders. Deion, thank you for joining us. Congratulations to you. We heard one of your players say it just doesn't feel real. Does it feel real to you? And what went through your mind when the opportunity to be a head coach at Jackson State University came along? I was elated. You talk about a team academically that leads the FCS and APR. You talk about a school that's uh, unheralded, 33,000 fans, which is astounding. You talking about four former Hall of Famers that matriculated from this institution. I am excited. I'm, a, I'm elated. I have on my whistle right now. I cannot wait <laughs> to get on the grass and do some coaching. Well, that's right, folks. You are listening to the voice of Hall of Famer Deion Sanders. And that is the title of this episode, The Coach Prime Effect. And joining me to discuss this topic is a frequent guest. And he also has his own intro music. You curse my name in spite to put me to shame. Have my laundry in the streets, dirty or clean. That's right, folks. Joining me today, the one, the only, Fame Rothstein, the host of the Betting Public Sports Show. How you doing, sir? I'm pleasant. Thanks for having me as always. Drop. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good on this fine first day of fall out here in Cali. And how is it out there in the Queen City? Is it fall weather? Oh, definitely, because it's wet and dreary. (laughs) Well, out here today... The high is 93 degrees. Boy, that damn California weather. But 
But anyway, sir, we I wanted I wanted to discuss this with you today on Wednesday because Wednesday is kind of like the off day in football. You know, mm-hmm. the first pro game is on Thursday. I checked to see if you put any any uh, any of your picks out yet, and I saw you haven't. So I wanted to get your your take on the effect of Deion Sanders on the historically black black universities uh, football program or just their overall sports programs in general. No or not, last week, the betting line, Jackson State versus a, a uh, I think you would call them an FBS school, University of Louisiana Monroe. Now check this out, fan, because I know you usually don't, don't handicap as, um, uh, historically black university games, but this one, mm-hmm. I, I checked it out because I was listening to you and your boy L Train, <laughs> go, go. What's his What's his saying? Fame. Uh, go, get dough, man. Get dough, man. Yeah, 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 man. Y'all, y'all do great stuff. But last week, Louisiana Monroe was favorite by five and a half, and the over under was fifty five and a half. And I I remember listening to you saying that if a Division One football team cannot put up 21 points they asses is sorry mm-hmm. now what do you think about that spread or and do you think that is part of the coach prime effect because obviously i wait before you answer did do you know what the final score was uh, i i i don't know what the final score was if i understand um <clears throat> I understand the uh, Jackson State Dion's team. They did cover whatever yes. the spread was. Yes. Um, yeah, they did cover it. So kudos to them. Uh, I mean, if you're looking for moral victories, <laughs> um, you know, I don't think that that would interest interest the kids because they can't bet on themselves or against them. They can't bet at all. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, it just it, okay. You covered. You had a nice weekend, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, the grand scheme of things, how big is that? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I would like to think you'd have to win because Appalachian State went to Michigan uh, some years back and, you know, beat Michigan in the big house in front of 100,000 people, and they won the game outright. Yeah. You know, blocked the field goal at the end to win it. And, you know, then, you know, maybe 10 years later, five, 10 years later, Appalachian State Division One. Right, 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 right. You see what I'm saying? So, right. or FB, FBS, I should say. Right. Um. So, yeah, FCS schools such as Jackson State or, you know, Bethune-Cookman, I've had them on the show. Uh, you know, for them to cover is one thing, but to to win is something totally different. Okay. And that's now, what they would need to do, win. Now, now, what about the 55 and a half over and under? Why was that so well well let me first let me tell you the final score was twelve to seven. And if Shador Sanders, the uh true freshman son of Coach Prime, he made two drastic freshman mistakes to cause uh Louisiana Monroe to get that last I think it was uh I think they scored two field goals. But my my, my question again is do you think that Deion Sanders sent a message because he had a pregame conference about the game. And they were talking about the money games. And Dion mm-hmm. said it don't make sense to go get beat, get injuries. For what? 
And he basically said, we going to win. Like you said, a win is a win. But I'm right. uh, but but what I'm saying, the fact that Jackson State held their own ground, they they should have won the game. They held a big time Division One team to twelve points. That's what I want your take on. Do you think it's going to affect them the rest of the season? I mean, they they were supposed to get destroyed. Am I correct? <laughs> I mean, yeah, they should have gotten beaten by more than five points. Exactly. However, um, I mean, I'll say this. The thing is, uh, you play football on three levels, mental, emotional, and physical. Really all sports, but definitely football, mental, emotional, and physical. You know, they went through a physical, pretty physical game mm-hmm. that they were mentally and, or, uh, mentally and emotionally very invested in. Mm-hmm. And, and to lose like that, uh, after being that close and knowing that they're the, you know, the overwhelming underdog and whatnot, it, it, it plays a little bit on your psyche going into next week uh-huh. because you've been mentally, you know, emotionally drained. Right. Kind of spent. It'll it'll have some play over and the physical plan, bigger guys, faster guys, right? Everything. Every that, that's gonna have a, a an effect. So I mean you can look at the team that that you know that, that plays Alabama that next week, you know, they they struggle for a while. Right. You know, so um, so yeah, I mean that's a good question. It's interesting. I, I just you know just in my my coaching uh, days myself, I was a high school coach. It, it, you know it it, it 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 there is some carryover effect from oh, okay. a tough uh, emotional game like that. Okay, now um, from the standpoint of the the coach prime effect, it has to go to recruiting. Because if you have a choice as a parent of a three-star, four-star, five-star athlete and you get a letter from Jackson State as well as letters from other schools and now that the Dion effect is in, do you think other coaches are going to now try to piggyback on some of Deion Sanders' so-called leftovers? Uh, I'm going to say this. <laughs> they probably were going to piggyback, uh-huh. but three letters killed the need for that. N-I-L. What does that mean? Name, image, likeness. Oh, that's right. That's right. You know, right. Dion you know, was doing something, and he was on his way. Mm-hmm. You know, probably they're making some change in the recruiting. I mean, he was getting guys from P5 schools right? Uh, that had already committed. And, you know, like you said earlier, or like that kid was saying, you know, it, it would just be uh, surreal mm-hmm. to have a guy like Dion coaching you. You know, you, I mean, because I've watched Dion as a commentator on television for years. He knows the game. Oh, yeah. He got instant credibility because he was, you know, he, because of who he was, Dion. Right. You know, instant credibility. And he knows the game. I, I see him talking about it. You know, you, you can tell he knows the game. Right. So I'm mean, just not just like a hell of an athlete who just, you know, he actually knows the game. Right. right. And so therefore he was re- recruiting guys and getting players and it, it was, it was on his way. Then the NIL laws came and now it's like, okay, it's not necessarily a need to, uh, I mean, you can still go to Alabama. I mean, like the Alabama quarterback, he has a million dollar NIL deal. 
Oh yeah, yeah. He, he came, getting out he, of Jackson State. Yeah, he came. No, he came from out here at modern day modern day Catholic high school. I, I saw him, uh, or I watched some of his highlights. Yeah. So yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yep. Now, now, fam. Nineteen years old. Has, wait, say that again. He's eighteen, nineteen years old. Has a million dollars. Right. In Alabama, is he getting out of Jackson? State, you see what I'm saying? Right, right. Well, also, I don't know if you knew this, but Shador Sanders, Deion's son, starting quarterback at Jackson State, also signed a deal with Beats, uh, Beats Audio, I guess, uh, headphones or something. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it, 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 he won the birth certificate lottery. Hey, but he can play. You know? Yeah, I mean, no, 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 don't get it twisted. He can okay. play. He is legitimately good. Oh, what yeah, I'm saying yeah, is, boy. you know, I mean, your dad being Dion is, is is kind of a step up when it comes to marketing. Right, that's true. In, in, in deals, you know, right. things like that. I mean, you yeah. know, yeah, he's got the Beats deal. Yeah. That's great. You okay, see what I'm so, so, yeah. so I want you to listen to this because mm-hmm. th- this this may explain why this, this person is going to react based on what you just said about the whole – uh, name, image, and likeness. Okay, check this out. Now this one. I just saw Prime jogging out, and uh, I met him out in the field and shook his hand, and he said he looked forward to playing next year, so I do too. That's good news here. That means he is going to stay. If new coach at a new school, what do you think, and giving him some advice, if he would have called you, what would you have told him that he had to be careful with? Uh, he got assistant coaches. He got NFL coaches. He's, he talked about how good his staff is and how good they are. So I'm sure that he can lean on those guys for advice. Um, you know, so he, he didn't call me, but, you know, he, he's the enemy. <laughs> he's the enemy, you know. Uh, I'm not going to give him any advice. You told him to practice at 6 o'clock in the evening. <laughs> yeah, I told him, uh, recruit some more five stars. <laughs> you talking about all the four or five stars you recruited. You're not the only one to recruit five stars and four stars. We do, too. Let's go. We got, we got guys coming back next year, too. Yeah, everybody waiting for next year. Well, we're playing right now, okay? Everybody like their team at the beginning of the year. Right. So, uh, you know, it, it is what it is, you know? So I'm, I'm going to have some different players out there next year, too. I'm not going to play with the exact same team, you know? So let's go. Bring it. Well, that was uh, Alabama A&M head football coach, Connell Maynard. Now, of course, I know you don't know who he is, but could you tell from that interview that there could be or is there maybe a bit of jealousy because the ability that Prime has, like you said, all the name and all this stuff, to get those five-star recruits that normally wouldn't even think about going to a HBCU, let alone Alabama A&M. So what's your take on that, Fane? I mean, well, I don't know how old uh, Maynard is. He look um, around He look around your age. Okay, so if he's my around my age, mid-40s, yeah. uh, he's taking clear advantage of an opportunity to talk greasy to his childhood <laughs> idol. You know what I'm saying? Oh, if you saw his That's face. All it was. I mean, he's just... <laughs> He's just doing a little. He's just doing a little trash talking, taking it a little bit, uh, you know, beyond the pale a little bit. I mean, right. I, you know, he's being a little extra with it, having some fun, right. and you know, there was jealousy with that. So, I mean, you know, the college game is funny like that. But um, yeah, I just yeah, I mean, Dion, I'm 
I love Dion. Don't get he's one of my favorite athletes ever. You know, I was, <laughs> you know, 13 years old when he got into the NFL. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. But I, I the thing with him, he will go to any school that'll have his son let him start his son at quarterback. I oh, mean, you know, he coached okay. him four years in high school. Okay. And you know, he's at Jackson State, a one double A school, uh, well, FCS, mm-hmm. historically black uni- you know, college university. He's starting there as a true freshman. Right. I'm not starting to nobody's questioning the fact that he's starting his son as right. a true freshman right. because he's the coach. Right. And, and he's got NFL pedigree. Exactly. Exactly. But you know, that you that that USC job, you know, that information, that's very important because I'd like to think if they come offering, Dion's going. Oh, okay. Well, hold that thought. I want you to listen. Yeah. This is from uh uh ESPN. Greenberg, I think that's his name, show. And he's got a lady on there, and her name is uh, Heather something, Paul Feinbaum, Paul Feinbaum, and Desmond Howard. And, and Greeny asked them this question. But Reggie Bush, uh, with the USC opening, Reggie Bush suggested the name Deion Sanders for that job. And I heard Gus Johnson on TV uh, talking about that as well. Heather, I'm looking at you, and you seem to be shaking your head immediately. Um, do we think, is there a real chance that Deion Sanders becomes the next coach of USC? USC fans should hope not, and that's not a knock on Deion Sanders. It's just the fact that they need somebody with a lot of head coaching experience to build a program. Deion Sanders can bring the flash. He can bring the recruiting. He can recruit the daylights out for USC. He says he's locked in at Jackson State, and he should be. You know, they need somebody, I'm going to throw it out there, like Bob Stoops. I don't know if he would even entertain that idea, but but that's the kind of person that they need to be going after right now. What do you think, Paul? Absolutely. Uh, and, and Heather's right about a lot of things, but what Deion Sanders can do is hire a staff. He can go out and get a great defense and offensive coordinator. He is the face of the program. And is there a city in America that needs a right. face and glitz more than Los Angeles? I think he would be unbelievable. Go ahead and hire him today. Okay, so that's one yay and one nay. Desmond, break the tie. What do you think? Deion Sanders to USC. (laughs) I've seen less qualified coaches get bigger coaching jobs. I would say, yeah, I think that he brings brings a name. He brings a brand. He's able to recruit, and uh, he will bring a lot of attention there. He will be able to put together a magnificent coaching staff. So I would say yay. Now, Fame, okay, you heard those three responses. What's homegirl talking about, Fame? Drop that. Can you hear me? <clears throat> yeah. Can, can you hear me? Yeah. That is a hateful ass white woman. <laughs> no knock on Coach Prime. <laughs> you, you know, talking about some, you know, you need somebody, some glitz and, and whatever. Like, who who better to bring that? Is there a better fit in oh, no. LA than Dion? No doubt. And then, like you, know you said, he can bring his son too. A- exactly. You know what I'm saying? He's bringing the showmanship, the. The uh, you know, just the, everything there is about him to L.A. He's gonna already be connected with like Snoop Dogg. That's like one of his best friends, right? You know him and Snoop Dogg, right? And Snoop Dogg's a USC fan. Yes, you know over UCLA. So I like th- th- this lady just was just talking, you know, like like Desmond Howard said. I've I've got I've seen less qualified guys get Thank bigger you. jobs. Thank you. And most of them, not all, most of them were white. Exactly. And and they had ties to the university, whether they, they played there or something. But a lot of people a lot of people want to look at Coach Prime's dedication to God. Okay. And 
I'm sure some universities that would be an issue. So um, the coach that we that we listened to, Coach uh, Connell Maynard, that was during the spring, and Dion and his coaching staff they saw what they had, and then they brought in a couple of guys from the portal transfer. One of them being his son, who plays mm-hmm. safety, Shiloh. So um, if you think that Dion Sanders and his religious dedication would stop a five-star black recruit from signing with, with Coach Prime? Uh, no, because, you know, with, with the black recruits, the mom usually has so much in, influence yep. over the decision, yep. you know, whether dad is present or not. Yep. And, you know, moms, you know, they love that, um, you know, Christian – uh, you know, glory to God type of image that, that Dion would put out. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, let's be honest. I mean, that's why the, uh, in the, in the sixties, the nation of Islam, that's why they were posting up outside of churches. Cause they knew right. they had to get out the women. Right. First, you see what I'm saying? Right. To get the men to come over. So like, yeah, I mean, I, I really think that Dion would, uh, uh, it, trust me, if he goes to USC, USC will be a top 10 program in about four or five years. Right now, before we go, constantly top ten. Before we go, I want I want to I want to play this uh, pregame speech from Coach Prime, and I want you to tell me if you think the speech followed by his music could possibly show a conflict in his dedication to God. Okay, here we go. I don't take none of this for granted because I believe in each and every one of y'all. That's why you're on this trip. I do not take any moments for granted, our relationship for granted, because I want you to be men and go out there and change the world. And we have the opportunity. All these cameras are exposure. All these people came to see y'all put on. So right now, what time is it? It's time. It's game time. It's game time. Fellas, I believe in you, man. I believe in you. And you know how I always end. Now give me my thing, man. Now, Mr. Rothstein. Now, yes, sir. That clip, I actually, I, I kind of did a little editing to it because the original clip had the original lyrics. But they bleeped it, bleeped it out. So whoever was mm-hmm. in that locker room, reporters or whoever, press, they heard the niggas, my niggas, my. They heard all that. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Is do you think that would be kind of like a conflict if a parent was thinking about sending their son to Coach Prime because of his religious religious dedication, but then they hear that music in the locker room? What's your take? No, it won't be a conflict. These women, these, these same women who have a lot of influence, they're going out on Saturday night, inhaling randoms, and then going to church on Sunday. Come on, man. You know, I mean, Martin Luther King was, you know, I mean, was 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 said to have, you know, allegedly, been a allegedly, yeah, allegedly. I mean, so I mean, you know, people gonna always be uh, conflicted one way or another. I mean, you know, I mean, he, I mean, that 
first of all, that song's a bop. It is a nice little jingle. <laughs> I know the record. West Coast, baby. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's a nice little record. And, you know, he's speaking a language in a dialect that the kids understand. Yes. That is, man. You know, that the kids understand, they relate to, you yes. know. I mean, he's not, he's not coming off as forced as uh, some coaches, you know, who's only black when you when there's only you two in the room. You know, I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, this is just stuff I've heard. Okay, you know, say, say that name again. Say that name again. James Franklin, Penn State coach. Oh, okay. Well, his name yeah. was mentioned for the SC job, too. I mean, uh, I mean, he might. I mean, he's a fine, fine coach, but he's a, he's also an actor, from what I'm being told. I didn't know. I didn't know he was black. I swear, I did not know. Yeah, yeah, uh, but, but yeah. You know, so he, I mean, he, he yeah. looked like Obama. You know what I'm saying? You exactly. Know, or, or, or 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 Clay Thompson. You know, I mean, I yeah. can, I can go down the list, but but anyway, but anyway, fame. I appreciate because brother, you on the cutting edge, and I wanted to play that clip last with that song. My hitters, that's the clean version. Right. You know what the other version is. A- absolutely. <laughs> so so before I go, uh, you got anything? Tell everybody when your next uh your next episode is coming up on, on Spotify or on YouTube on the Betting Public Sports Show. Let everybody know. Oh well. Every everything uh, uh the next episode for everything will be tomorrow. Okay. Um Thursday on on the podcast and video. And I'll give you guys a little uh, heads up for the Thursday night football game, college football. Go ahead and okay. take the uh, Liberty Ooh. on the money line. Ooh. Liberty University on the money line over Syracuse. Ooh, this is the second week in a row you're going with Liberty. Yeah. Okay. We don't del- we don't dwell on wins. We don't de- we don't dwell on losses. <laughs> That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, they 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 didn't yeah, so <laughs> Okay. All right, Fame Rothstein. But before I go. I got one thing to say. What kind of colored man are you? (laughs) I'm the kind of colored man that don't like lazy, shiftless Negroes. Thank you for tuning in today, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Tune in tomorrow for another episode of the Black Not Democrat Podcast. And I'm your host, Drop Squad 52. See you tomorrow, folks.